This message comes from Rack of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient faith for today's world. December 12, 2021. Luke 3, 7-18. In the early 1950s, if you were traveling from the valley up to Payson, past the Matizal Mountains, you would have found the way was difficult, long, and hazardous. But then a county supervisor, Jim Hart, decided to devise a better route to make it to Payson. And so this route was planned and worked on. And it's quite interesting to hear about the work that was done on the road, which became known as the Beeline Highway. The route had to be carved out with drilling and dynamite as the way was carved along and through the mountains. And the workers used jackhammers. They complained that the jackhammering made it so hard on their hands that their wrists swelled to twice their size. And the blasting from the dynamite left fumes that gave them severe headaches. One of the more interesting accounts is of a, a man who was forced to jump off of his dump truck right before it fell off the edge of a cliff. His brakes evidently had failed him. Eventually the work was complete and by the end of the 1950s there was the first paved route going from the valley up to Payson. Travel was now much easier between Payson and the valley 4,000 feet below. But it wasn't easy. Mountains had to be carved. Canyons and valleys had to be bridged and filled. Today we look at the work, the hard work of road building that was done by another man. His work was far more important than the pioneering work of John Hart. His name was John. And he was called to carry out a project by a far more important supervisor and manager. The project's designer was God himself. And this road builder, John, would do his work as he carried out a plan that was long foretold, foretold for thousands of years. And the specific details were revealed for hundreds of years. John's work was described earlier in chapter 3 of Luke. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley will be filled. Every mountain and hill will be made low. The crooked will become straight and the rough way smooth. Why? So everyone would see God's salvation. Now when John was doing his work, his tools were not the normal tools that you see when someone is carrying out highway work. And nor was John's attire the normal attire you'd see from someone like a county supervisor or an engineer of the Roman roads. No, John was dressed wearing something that made him look like something the dogs had chased away. He was dressed in camel's hair because his work was entirely different. He was going to carry out a project from the Lord to prepare hearts. His highway planned and begun in the nation of Israel was for the hearts of the people to be prepared for the Lord's coming. And John's tools were very different from what you'd expect. No jackhammers, no dynamite. Rather, John would use the powerful working of God in the hearts of people. And for that type of work, you needed God's powerful word and his means of grace, baptism. John set about his work, first of all, by clearing out all the dangerous wildlife from the area. He said, to those who came out to be baptized. You offspring of vipers, who warned you to cleave, flee from the coming wrath? 
John had to clear out these, these people that he called broods of vipers, that is, offspring of Satan. Unbelievers, the, as Matthew reveals, Pharisees and Sadducees, who saw themselves as having no need of, for preparing for the coming of the Lord. See, the problem they had was they were like those immovable rock that stood in the way and the path. And the only way to deal with it was the blasting condemnation of God's word and of his law. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, were those who considered themselves okay outwardly. They were like the the churchgoer who considers they're not such a bad person. They don't really need to move in any way in their heart or repent. And so they appealed to their membership. They're belonging to God's kingdom, but John warns, don't think of yourselves merely as Abraham as your father. That's not good enough. If you try to hide your and cover your tails or hold out your membership card, don't think it will stand. He says, I tell you, God is able to raise up children for Abraham from these stones. He can build without you. Even now, he says, the axe is ready to strike at the root of the trees. Every tree that does not produce good fruit is going to be cut down and thrown into the fire. It won't do still today for those who think they have their way in God's church by avoiding dealing with sin. One might argue or say, well, I'm a lifelong member of this congregation, or my dad's a pastor, or I belong to a conservative Christian church. Such outward belonging won't do when it comes to the coming of the axe man. He will chop down, he will cut down every tree and every branch, which is only fit for burning, not for building with God's highway work. And all those who rely merely on their outward show of holiness will find that when God comes, they will remain under his curse and his judgment. This is what God must do to prepare hearts. He humbles his enemies. And sometimes that means humbling them by cutting them down and throwing them as good for merely under his curse and punishment because they would not move and were proud. But there were those who listened to John. They were humbled as they were cut to the heart. This was the common people, the the people who were collecting taxes, the, the soldiers and the people around. They came to John And having been knocked off of their pedestal of pride by the word of God, and having heard the forgiving cleansing of baptism, they sought guidance from him. And they said, what should we do? He said, whoever has two shirts should share with the person who has none. Whoever has food should do the same. The tax collectors also came to be baptized. They said, teacher, what should we do? He said, collect no more than what you were authorized to do. Soldiers were asking him, and what should we do? He told them, don't extort money from anyone by force or false accusation. Be satisfied with your wages. Now these instructions that John gave to the people seemed obvious. If someone is is starving, we know the answer. Give them food. Show mercy. If you are someone who has the ability to greedily collect more than you should, don't do it. Don't take advantage of people. Or if you're someone like a soldier who has authority, don't be a bully. Don't abuse others and push your weight around to get what you want. 
the answer that John gives them, the instruction seems painfully obvious. But that's the way it can be when building God's highway. Either you will have those who are blind to their sin and refuse to repent, or when someone does see their sin and in repentance and faith looks for guidance, they sometimes don't know where to turn. So John must patiently guide them. Isn't it that sometimes that way with us? Have you ever found yourself losing your temper or falling into some sin until someone had to tell you that you were crossing the line? And even when someone is crossing the line or struggling with a sin, isn't it then that they need to be instructed in God's will, in his good and holy will? When they have the desire to follow God's will, they still need to have the obvious pointed out. Follow him, you who know his love and forgiveness. Does this offend us? That, that God's kingdom is made for and the road is paved for sinners? That it's the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the people who are turning in drunkenness and who have fallen into sin. Those are the people that God invites to be on his road and to be brought into his kingdom. Does that bother us? It shouldn't, but rather comfort us. Because the church does not consist of a, a way that's walked by those in holiness or by people that attend congregations and hold their membership cards and therefore make it into God's paradise. No, the church does not have its job to rid itself of adulterers, sexually immoral, of liars and gossipers. The church's job isn't to cleanse its hands of those who struggle with abuse or addiction and drunkenness. No, the church's job is to make the way for the Lord as it cleanses the hands of the murderers, the liars, the gossip, the adulterers, the drunkards. To cleanse their hands with a washing forgiveness of baptism through the powerful forgiveness that comes through the blood of Christ. That's how John was building. He was building a way for sinners and making the way for the Lord for sinners to come to him. And the only way God does that is by humbling them. Here we see God humbles his enemies. He humbled those who were the proud, immovable rock with the biting word of his law, and he would humble them when he comes. And God humbles those who once were his enemies lost in sin by convicting them of their sin so that they might turn to him. What sin have you found yourself struggling with? Have you found it surprising that sinners sometimes don't see what is right and good until they're convicted of it? And what sins do you struggle to see that you struggle with? God prepares the way for his coming. And when he comes near, he humbles his enemies so that either they will be crushed under the weight of the law and the curse or that in repentance and faith, they will turn to him. John was giving them more than the law. He was doing more than simply building by tearing down the proud and by directing the repentant. John was also giving them something else. We read in verse 18 after he says he's going to gather in his own into his barn. He says, or it says here in, in Luke chapter 3, verse 18, with many other words, 
he appealed to them and was preaching good news to the people. John was carrying out God's highway project, yes, by proclaiming the law, tearing down proud sinners, pointing repentant sinners to uh, what it means to walk in repentance and faith. But John was preaching the good news to the people, the message of the one who came as the way, the truth, and the life, the one who is the ultimate builder of the road and the way that is freely given to heaven, and the one who is the builder of God's house and his kingdom, Jesus. John was pointing them to the good news that Jesus did far more than any road work manager ever could do as he opened the way to heaven by his blood and the way built with his own hands and his life laid down for us. John was proclaiming forgiveness and good news found in Jesus. That's why those who were repentant desired to now live a new life. That's why John needed to guide them in the will of God so they might live for him who gave them new life and forgiveness. You know, I used to count the number of times that I've traveled the Beeline Highway down to the valley and back. I think I've lost count now. And it's almost impossible to count how many times you need to tap your brakes as you're making all those turns and corners. Far more impossible it would be to count the number of times that a Christian, someone like you and me, must humble ourselves or be humbled by our God and through his message. Because our God has made a way. The path is far safer than, than the way down to the valley on the beeline. It is a sure path made by his son. But we travel that path in humility. You know, the beeline highway eventually became the four-lane highway that we know today so that someone can make the trip rather easily and fairly safely. But still, ironically, Jim Hart, who designed and constructed everything, died at a car accident right at the start of his route up to Payson. And actually, for example, many others died from the time that I was born until the time I was old enough to drive a car, over 150 people died on the Beeline Highway. It's not safe. You still need to take heed and slow down. But the way is sure and safe for those who trust in Christ and who are part of his building project on the road of free forgiveness. And it's a road that's not traveled by the proud. It's a road that is traveled by the humble and repentant, who through faith in Christ will reach and see their goal, far greater than a paradise like Payson, their eternal home and secure home with Christ.